everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic, and I support the uh, discrimination against children. <laughs> some children, what, Robbie? Some children are fine. Some children are fine. Uh, I have a feeling the Simpson kids would be okay with me, but you don't the rest like of those little snot. You don't like brats. Lisa? What's wrong? We we love Lisa. That, that's what I said. The Simpsons kids would be all right with me. I don't know about Bart. It's you can keep Bart. Well, yeah, <laughs> Bart would probably not be enjoyable, but you know, it's better than having like Millhouse or Nelson. Hang I'll play. Video, I'll play video games with Bart, I guess. Uh, hi, guys. Yeah. We are brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show for only dollars a month. Gain access to all of our bonus content. We have some people to thank, Matthew. All right. Uh, we have uh, Callum Eves. Ca- Callum, Callum, however you say your, uh, your name. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Chip Mincy. Thank you, Chip. Thank you, Chip. And Oliver McNeil. Thank you, Oliver. Oliver, you rock. Uh, this week's episode, it is Wild Barts Can't Be Broken, episode AABFO7, originally aired January 17th, 1999, written by Larry Doyle, directed by Mark Irvin, finished tied for 40th in the ratings, uh, Nielsen rating of 8.9, the chalkboard gag Sherry does not, quote unquote, got back, which, <laughs> that Sorry. seems, this is 1999, that seems a little dated at this point. That's true. Uh, when did uh, when did Baby Got Back come out? Like ninety one, ninety two. That was ninety two. Only the important details on the Simpsons show. Exactly. Uh, Baby Got Back came out in uh, nineteen ninety two. You're correct. All right. All right. Yeah. Random guess. Import, right. Right. Important data. Uh, the couch gag, a parody of a scene from Doctor Strangelove, The Simpsons, uh, straddle the couch as it drops from a bomb bay door towards the ground. You a big fan of Doctor Strange Love, Matt? Oh yeah, absolutely. I've seen it so many times. That sounds like you're uh, lying. <laughs> it is. I have never seen it. It does seem like a very interesting movie, and I ha- I do intend to watch it someday. But I you know, don't. I have. I here's my opinion. I don't think you'd like it. Really? Why is that? It's slow for what you. I really? I think you would consider it slow. I like it. It's, right. a, it's a insane movie, especially for its time. It's a Kubrick movie. What do you want me to say? Uh, yeah, it's, it's most palatable. Of, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, the episode guest stars Cindy Lauper as herself. She doesn't do a bunch in this. Um, she plays Cindy Lauper, I suppose. Yeah. She, she's fine. Um, the the kids and I guess the family. The episode begins with the family at an uh, Isotopes baseball game with the aforementioned Cindy Lauper. Matt here, uh, editorial note from Matt, ruining the national anthem. Totally. Just wrecked it. It was awful. It made me cry. It was fine. It was 15 seconds. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, apparently everyone was, was there only to see Cindy Lauper. It, it was like the old... Well, I mean, uh, minor league baseball game versus Cindy Lauper. Hey, minor league baseball games are great because you can just sit there and drink and there's no pressure to watch a baseball game. You can just... It's just like a, a big bar, basically. Isn't that what minor league baseball games are for? And eat pretzels sure, and hot dogs. They're probably very. I don't know. It depends what which which game you're going to see and how much they charge for their concessions. No one likes the isotopes. Everyone's leaving. They're only there for Cindy Lauper. Uh, it's like the old Rays, Tampa Bay Rays, when they go to see <laughs> the Beach Boys or two of the Beach Boys and a bunch of guest people. Um, yeah. Homer hates the isotopes uh, because he wants to love them, and then they broke his heart. Oh, stupid isotopes. Hurry up and lose so we can get out of here! Why do you hate the isotopes so much, Dad? 
because I loved them once and they broke my heart. Let that be a lesson to you, sweetie. Never love anything. Even you? Especially me. But you gotta support the team, Dad. They're already threatening to move to Moose Jaw. That's right. Like my mother always said, you've gotta stick it out, even if you pick the loser. Hmm. To the bitter end. Yeah, that's terrible advice. Uh, if you pick the loser, uh, cut and run. Yeah, there's, there's no reason to stick it out. Yeah, fail, fail early. That's that's actually quit early. That's actually good advice. Like if you know you're in a bad situation, cut, leave immediately. Don't wait. Exactly. Why go, would you wait? Go do something more interesting. Yeah, don't waste your time. Um, Homer leaves after one pitch, literally one pitch. Uh, this is and it sucked. <laughs> sits at the at the exit in the car, the car running. Uh, the isotopes lose because of B- Babe Ruth the fourth. I think is the that's the number, right? It's yes. the fourth Babe the, Ruth, the illegitimate, illegitimate great grand Bambino. That's yes. Who calls? Uh, I would not. I I think it's generally bad advice to call your bunt. You don't want. I, I did a call anything unless it's a home run because then they can't do anything about it. I mean, if you want to call something and then do the opposite. Well, do yeah, a little mind, mind games, mind games, Matthew. Exactly. Mind games. Yep, I, I heard you the first time. My, I'm tapping on my brain because it has that's my mind. Um, oh well. Then. Mm-hmm. So we cut to six months later, where uh, Homer is going out to drink as Homer is wont to do, and the isotopes are on fire all of a sudden. They are winning. They are on the championship game. Um, there is a sniper at the All-Star game that turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Don't uh, Yeah, yikes. Homer is exactly the fair, kind of Fairweather fan that everyone hates. The bandwagoner. As soon as the isotopes, he hates them, he hates them, he hates them until they're doing great, and then he is suddenly the world's biggest isotopes fan. Uh, we get a newscast about it, a lot of a lot, of, a lot of people at the bar all celebrating. Uh, the Isotopes win. They win the championship, Matt. Yay, go, championship. Go, go Topes. Topes, go Isotopes. Yeah, team. Woo, Topes, Topes. Topes, Topes. So the Isotopes win. Everyone goes crazy. The bar uh, explodes. Bar flies get extraordinarily drunk. Uh, full. This is a lot of physical gags. Don't, uh, don't. Remind me if we've seen this lately a lot of uh, big long sequences of people drinking and mayhem happening. Mayhem. Yay, mayhem. There's a lot of mayhem. They all get drunk. Uh, They are Homer's driving drunk. So kind of that's not great. But they 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 uh, let's see. They drive the bases at the elementary school because baseball, 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 baseball with a car. Different game, I think. Car adding a car to baseball changes it a little bit. Slightly different. Well, game. yeah, I mean, it's it's like a Rocket League, but for baseball. So obviously, someone should make a game based on that right now. I mean, Rocket League did they've done like they done they did hockey and they did uh, basketball. They did not so, do you know, basketball. Sounds interesting. They did not do baseball or I mean, hockey is basically the same. It's just slidey. Yeah, well, it was a little bit more slidey. Um, it's still fun. I still think it, Rocket League is fun <laughs> in all permutations. They they uh and then drive the car into inside the elementary school, which not great, but they uh they destroy many things. They uh I think does Lenny shoot Carl in the face with a fire extinguisher or the vice versa? Indeed, he does. I forget. 
it that's not good. That, that seems like it cause a lot of a lot of bad yeah, thing. There's, there's some dangerous chemicals. Don't don't do that. That's bad. It's all but I mean whatever. They're all drunk. They're all insane. They destroy the school. They get in the locker room and take showers and sing we are the champions. What kind of elementary school has as showers? Uh it's a it goes up to 8th grade. It's middle school too, right? Right. I uh, sure. Sure, why not? It's the only way that makes sense because it's the only way it, they would have showers. Yeah. And the, right. also the Fair only enough. reason they'd have a baseball diamond. I don't know. I mean, we had a kickball diamond uh and and their baseball diamond had like a weird shaped cage behind it, so, you know. That's just weird all around. Oh, that's a backstop. I know, but it wasn't shaped like a normal backstop. It was shaped more like uh, a, 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 a chain link um, soccer goal. There's backstop shaped like that in real life. If you say so. That's all you have to say. I've never seen I, you agree with me? Uh, we okay. did not. I, we did not have a baseball diamond in my elementary school. We had a field that was uh, large, large field with grass. Yep. Half grass. Also half dirt. Half grass, half dirt. And well, <laughs> clay. Clay and dirt. Anyway, the the school is destroyed. Uh, Homer is hungover, does not remember a single thing about the night, aside from uh, going to Moe's and also uh, dancing with a, like, with, like, fairies or something. Like Like you do. Like you do. Uh, It's a nice, nice, that's also a nice scene, also mostly visual. There's a lot of visual stuff happening in this first act that I really couldn't capture. Um, However... Since Homer doesn't remember it, I, and I doubt the rest of the guys do either, uh, the police need someone to blame, and clearly it's elementary school, so kids did it. Yes, yes, yes! Someone trashed the school! What the dillio? Where this morning the three R's stand for rowdiness, ransacking, and irresponsibility. Any suspects, Chief? None. That's why we're jumping to the conclusion that this was the work of no good punk kids. Kids? Therefore, effective immediately, I am imposing a curfew. Any kid caught on the street after dark will be shot. Or return to their parents, as the situation may warrant. Whoa! Curfew? Serves you little punks right. <sighs> Maybe next time you'll think before... Oh, my God! Look at those rat kids did to my car! Oh! So the kids are guilty, obviously. Without a doubt. Yep. And they need a curfew because they're guilty. And also Homer has destroyed his own car. So I don't know. that it's a. This is like a normal season 10 episode compressed down into one act, basically. It is. You, you feel like that would be the entire thing. That would be the entire episode. Like that's that basically is Viva Ned Flanders. That is the. That is, yeah. They just compress it down, and then they add in two more acts of things happening. Uh, with that, we go to commercial. And when we come back, we find out that the family. We find out that uh, the kids are complaining. Uh, Homer is wallowing in the happiness around them, uh, and it's time for some uh, fun wordplay. The cops can't just slap a curfew on us. We have rights. Sure you do. You have the right to remain silent. (laughs) (laughs) That was cold-blooded, Marge. Yeah. But it's not fair. Adults always blame kids for everything. Well, if kids are so innocent, why is everything bad named after them? Acting childish, kidnapping, child abuse. What about adultery? Not until you're older, son. Yes, uh, adultery is strictly limited to adults. Uh, No child has ever committed adultery, depending on who you consider children. (laughs) Anyway. 
uh, the we next cut to the kids. They're outdoor. They're having fun. They're playing around, having a good old time. But Chief Wiggum comes by with a loudspeaker and forces them all indoors. So yes, the kids who are out having fun and not hurting anyone are being forced indoors, and the criminals are of course being forced outdoors. Did do we get a hard time in when this curfew is? We don't. That's the funny thing. It definitely seems to be when there is light still out. So there's that. I mean, Matt, in the summer, it is light at 10.30 p.m. here. So, Oh, jeez. What a horrible place. Why would you live there? Well, I, I like the long days during the summer. It's nice. Ugh, God, no. Summer is the worst time to have long days. Winter should have long days. Well, I mean, it's also, like, most beautiful weather in the world. Like, it's perfect. It's like 75 all summer, basically. 75 uh, it is during those three months yes <laughs> fair enough fair enough uh but the kids are forced inside uh there's a, a great gag with uh, chief wiggum stopping uh dolph jimbo and kearney and uh no it's dolph jimbo and nelson and uh Jimbo and uh, Dolph are carted off to their parents, whereas Nelson has apparently somehow uh, snatched the ID for uh, Dr. Hibbert. And, of course, Wiggum being Wiggum just says, good to see you, Dr. Hibbert. And Nelson does a wonderful Dr. Hibbert impression. Uh, It's a great guy. Check it out. Uh, Bart and Lisa are, of course, stuck indoors because, you know, they're being jerks. They're they're, being jerks. They're children. They're children. And children's place is in the home, really. I mean, if, if there's one thing we fought for involving freedom, it was that children are, are forced to be at home. Uh, and, even, and it's even worse because now the carnival is in town. Uh, so Homer is out having a blast at the carnival. Uh, he's got cotton candy, and apparently there are no lines because all the kids have curfew, which seems really, really I, mean. I don't think those carnivals are going to do too well, frankly. Not without kids, no. Short-sighted, like, uh, Matt. Kids. This is what this is. This is short-sighted bureaucracy at work, and I won't stand for it. Really? What, what are you going to do about it, then? I'll let you know. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, Marge, uh, however, is trying to be nice and suggests some board games uh, for the kids. And, uh, well, the Simpson board game closet is uh, a little lacking. Hmm. Why don't you kids play one of your old board games? When was the last time you played citizenship? Energy shortage. Hippo in the house. Ooh, the game of Lent. Ugh. Can't we just go to bed? It's only 5.30. Fine, we'll play hippo in the house. Oh, the hippo's missing. Hmm. Uh, so, yes, as you can see, it's it's not a fun time uh, hey, to be a hey, child. Hey, 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 all right? I will not, I will not sit here. And listen to them disparage energy shortage. All right, that is a <laughs> that is a perfectly a perfectly solid Euro game worker placement. It's it it's, does sound like that, doesn't it? Are you wait, are, are you telling me that's not a real game? Uh, no, I'm telling you it is absolutely a real game. Okay, good. Uh, and, uh, go get it, Robbie. Go go find that game and uh, we'll play I, it next time you. I, just... I mean, I already have. Uh, I mean, isn't that just? Uh... Isn't that what Power Grid is? Yeah, isn't that what Power Grid is? <laughs> That's what power. It's just Absolutely. they just have power grid. I mean, it's not great for two players. So if Marge is playing, then it's fine. That's true. Uh, it'll be fun. It'll be a rip roaring, rip snorting adventure. I don't. I would not call. call. I would not call power grid a rip roaring adventure, but it is a fun game. It's just not. <laughs> That's true. It really not, is not rip. I wouldn't call it rip roaring. You know, hey, I, I bid this much money of my my. It's like good monopoly. Yes, it's a, it's a monopoly. But if mon- monopoly were interesting, you got to burn trash and uh, have a nuclear your own nuclear <laughs> if you, power plant. If you got to see, it is a Simpsons game. 
Fair enough. You're right. <laughs> I rest my case. All right. Good. So uh, energy shortage. Good game. Go out and get it. Anyway, uh, the next day at school, the kids are angry at the adults. Uh, they make fun of them. Uh, they say the adults uh, are, have big butts, which, you know, adults generally do. It's what happens when your metabolism changes. It'll happen to them. You don't. Uh, you, just we, sm- you just smell cookies and you gain five pounds. Oh, it's you just so walk true. by a bakery. You're like, man, those, you, have, you have the very thought of like, hmm, maybe I should have a carb. And you suddenly and boom. You gain 18 pounds. You're like, well, how did that exactly. happen? I had a salad for lunch. Exactly. So you just you have to stop eating altogether. You might be able to have lettuce if you're lucky, but you know, it's a, only the, only the lucky ones can have lettuce. Only the lucky ones. What's the what's only the song? The only the only the what's the song? Matt? I thought it what's, was only the lucky ones. No, not no, no, no. It's only the only the lonely. Oh yes. Anyway, uh, we then get to see the billboard that the police have uh, put up. It is basically Police Chief Wiggum with a moving coffee cup. Uh, that must have cost a fortune because billboards cost a lot of money just in general, let alone to make the dang things move. Uh, of course, Lou points this out, but Wiggins makes gives you, the you horrible gotta, excuse. You gotta spend the, money to make money, man. Yeah, how is this gonna make money at all? At all? You keep kids inside, and then adults go out more to spend money because then the kids Step aren't around. Step two question. Step three profit. Yeah, exactly. You just do the underpants gnome uh, profit center. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, uh, the kids are stuck inside. They attempt to fly a kite. It is not terribly fun. Uh, however, uh, Lisa remembers that, hey, there's something they can do, but it's a it's a horrible thing that they should never, ever do. Hey, there is one thing we could do. <gasps> Lisa, no! It's prime time! Rob me of my manhood! That's petty theft! Don't go there! Don't go there, we'll be right back. Oh, no, it won't. Wait, there's a commercial. Oh, yeah. Forty years ago, a film appeared that was so shocking, so terrifying, it was sealed in a concrete vault deep beneath the earth. But even the new management of Sony TriStar could not contain the pure evil of the bloodening. Do you see what's on Channel 6? Uh, yeah, it's really tough. <gasps> a registered nurse trained in the treatment of terror will be on duty oh. during the showing of The Blood and <laughs> Now playing at the Springfield Drive-In after dark. Newhouse, spread the word. We're seeing this movie tonight. That's right. We're breaking curfew. Oh, no, they're going to break curfew. Ay, 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 ay. So yeah, that's that's what's gonna go on. Uh, I apparently, do, I I like the I like the that those that moment of seeing the trailer and like oh yeah the the, <laughs> the kids that's very good I like that a lot. Yeah, they love gory uh, horror movies. Kids uh, kids love those kind of movies, especially eight year olds. I mean, you gotta take solace in season ten, Matt, mm-hmm. in the small that's- things. The small things. In the small things, you know, we we're past the point of like, hey, I'm gonna love everything about the episode. I've got a, is it perfectly in character for Lisa? Probably not. But she's been stuck inside. You know, she hasn't got to go play. She hasn't got to. She's she's flying a kite indoors. Like, what do you? So I I will allow it. All right, fair enough. Fair I enough. will allow the Simpsons writers in 1999 to make this happen. 
Okay, fair enough. Just just as long as you're okay with it, mm-hmm. I, I think we can survive. Okay, I am. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next bit is uh, the kids. There's a like we said, more visual gags of them getting out to the actual uh, movie. Uh, all visual, nothing you can see. Very little rascals knock off. Uh, but there is one bit uh, where because apparently. Uh, this is based on a true story of offering life insurance at a, a scary movie as a, you know, a hype thing. Uh, but Principal Skinner uh, doesn't quite understand the concept of promotion. Due to the likelihood of fear-induced heart attacks, we're offering all patrons million-dollar life insurance policies. Life insurance? Hmm. Might be able to borrow against the equity? I don't know, sir. It comes free with a popcorn. Is that air pop? Skinner! We're losing valuable make-out time. <laughs> So, yes, apparently Skinner double dates with his mom, uh, with, along with uh, Krabappel and uh, the, 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 the Super Nintendo Chalmers. Super Nintendo Chalmers? Super Nintendo Chalmers, indeed. I don't – I also do not question this whatsoever. This seems exactly the dating situation that Skinner would be involved in. <laughs> that's true. It's sad, but true. It's Yeah, it'd be awful, but that's exactly how I assume Skinner – like, that Chalmers – and Agnes are like the two forces of like micromanagement and coercion in his life. So absolutely that he'd be like one of the both one or both of them would be like, yeah, you're, you are going to be driving us. Oh, you have a, uh, yeah, you can take Agnes. Uh, You can take uh, 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 a, uh, That's fine. Yeah, sure. You're driving though. Yeah, the invaluable makeout time. The back seat. The back seat's the better seat. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, it's a little gross to think about. Don't don't, don't, don't think don't, about it too much. It's not even my mom, and I don't want to think about it. Yeah, right. Uh, can I borrow against equity, though, Matt? Uh, no, no, you cannot. Sorry, it's not the way it works. Then I'll pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I know it comes free and all, but no, definitely not. Anyway, uh, we next get to see the actual movie. Uh, it is apparently – Robbie has corrected me. I said Children of the Corn. Apparently, it's Village of the Damned. I don't know what either of those are. I've never seen them. <laughs> so you're comparing it to a movie you've never seen? How do yeah, you, I just what? assumed Children of the Corn was – Like has children in it, so that's what it's about? Yeah, exactly. I was like, Children of the Corn, I've heard it's a horror movie. It is with the ripping on It is a horror movie, and Village of the Damned is also a horror movie. Children of the Corn is about like – a, a weird cult in the mid in like cornfields in the Midwest somewhere where they, if once you turn, it's a Stephen King short story. You, once you turn 18, you are sacrificed to the corn God, basically. Of course. While village of the damned is about, we are mutated psychic children that can read adults minds. They can be the same movie they could have uh, pushed for the same. They are similar in that they have creepy children is like the, ethos of like hey you know why is this scary creepy kids there's creepy kids in it yep children of the court is scary always creepy the remake of village dam does have recent simpsons guest star uh mark hamill in it i believe so there's that oh really well then that's just a million times better it's still not very good Oh, okay. Well, not, then. The origi- never mind. This it's is not this is a parody of the original uh, Village of the Damned from the, from the '60s. Uh, there was a remake in the early '90s. Neither of them are great. I would say both of them oh. are average. Children well, of Corn is uh, decent. I I don't mind. They made like four Children of Corn, so they're all the same movie. Good to know. I, I will not seek it out. Not that I would have before. Oh, that's too bad, Matt. We're gonna be watching all four of them for our next bonus episode. Oh no! No, we're damn not. you, Simpson Cinema. We're not gonna do that. Thank goodness. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yes, at this point, right as the movie is about to end, uh, Wiggum 
flows, uh, throws on the spotlights and catches all the kids, and they are in big, big trouble. Is it uh, like the trouble from uh, tr- tr- trouble, big, big trouble from the Simpsons sing the blues? No, it's nothing like that. <laughs> okay. <thank goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back from commercial, uh, the kids are first to work uh, unsupervised cleaning uh, the cleaning bill the billboard the Wigan board. The big mechanical thing. After, of course, William uh, sprays mud on it with his car. Uh, the kids are angry, upset because, of course, they haven't really—they've done nothing wrong in this entire situation. They're—they were rebelling it against an unjust society. Therefore, the adults must pay for what they have done. Oh, that is it! I'm tired of being pushed around by grown-ups. It's time to fight back. Yeah! power like those kids in that movie we could read the adults mind and tell their secrets and make them pitchfork each other in junk (laughs) wait we don't need supernatural powers we already know their secrets she's right homer's done a ton of crap that never made the papers my mom shoplifts all the time stuff she doesn't even need my dad gets in car accidents on purpose great this is all gold we gotta spread this stuff around Let's put it on the internet. No, we have to reach people whose opinions actually matter. And I think I know how. Why don't we? Don't this is the I love their little conspiratorial talk. Well, I can get this and then I can get that. This, this is my theory, Matt, about this mm-hmm. episode is that Lisa and all the kids, they are. And I think this is actually floated in the uh, news group at some point. That the kids and and all that all all of them are are us. We we are the the Simpsons audience are these oh. are the children and we are we are uh, fighting back against the world. jerk Homer. Uh, you know I like that theory. It makes me feel good about myself. Yeah. So the kids are they they are they 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 launch their scheme. They they steal a bunch of uh, various bootleg audio equipment. Uh, and connect it up so that they can broadcast all the secrets of the town. So, Marge, ready for another episode of Don't Go There? I'm tired of that show, but I've been hearing good things about Talk to the Hand. Tom Shale says the writing snaps, crackles, and pops. Okay, whatever takes my mind off my life. Hey, look what I found. Grandpa's old radio. Oh, wouldn't it be grand to gather round and have a listen? Well, turn something on. I'm starting to think. <laughs> a date which will live in infamy. Good evening, adults. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a very special presentation. Tonight's program is entitled... We Know All Your Secrets. Boring. Go back to that infamy guy. Constable Wiggum likes to act tough, but he also likes to walk the beat in control top pantyhose. <laughs> well, it's not like that's a crime. I'm afraid it is, Chief. And schoolmistress Krabappel has been stealing supplies from the school cafeteria. <gasps> Edna, how could you? Don't get up. I'll bust my own tray. And now we come to Mr. Homer Simpson. <laughs> 
Did you know he likes to eat out of the Flanders garbage? <laughs> I have a problem. Tune in tomorrow and every day until the curfew is lifted because we'll be revealing embarrassing secrets about Springfield's other adults. Well, at least they've already done me. And we have plenty more on Homer Simpson. Don't! <laughs> That's one of the best lines of the whole episode. I, I and also the fact that Homer actually feels regret for eating garbage and it doesn't just yeah. is it super proud and uh awful about it. Uh I think the kids being the stars of this episode kind of are, are is good. It's a good decision. Very happy about that. At this point, I'm ready for any episode that does not just feature Homer and a celebrity guest star. Whoa. Con I, controversial? I know. Hot take. From me. Hot take. Whoa. Hot, a rummy uh, hot take. Uh, you know, that all thing. So adults are going crazy because all their secrets are being broadcast. Uh, and, of course, they're also – all they have to do is not listen. Like, just don't turn on the radio. I don't, but they're blabbing secrets, so you can't trust your neighbor not to, to oh, listen. Oh, see. To yeah. And that's I, – I wish they did. There's obviously things there where you could, like, go a little bit further and, like, have – and that's – I kind of wish they had gotten to this plot much faster. There wasn't an entire first act that is about Homer being wacky and driving drunk and being a bad fan and all that. Yeah. And then they could actually have, like, more in the back end about, like, oh, yeah, the adults are actually, like, paranoid about each other and not just immediately blame the kids. But that is asking too much from this episode because it is clearly not interested in that. It really is only, it's a wacky adventure. That is all this is. That is largely what most episode 10 episodes are. Season 10 episodes are. Season 10 episodes. Season 10 episodes are largely, we're going on a wacky adventure. Uh, so, Frank and Wiggum team up to find the kids uh, using Frank's quote unquote science. <laughs> they, yes. they 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 call that science. He has a he has a big horn with laser uh with like LEDs on the side and that's that's how you find uh, that's how you triangulate radio signals, right Matt? It sure is 100% guaranteed. 100%, thank you. That's all I need. Your corroboration on that. Uh and then we get a, a, the showdown where we find out the kids have been broadcasting from behind that billboard using the billboard's power or whatever. Uh that's also 100% true science. That's exactly what happens when you attach that stuff up to a billboard. You can make a radio station. Right, yep, that's 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 how that's how antennas work for sure. Yep, corroborate, uh, especially in the FM and AM range. Uh, they're they're all satellite dishes. They're not big towers or anything. Nope, just satellite dishes. M Matt is a <sighs> Matt's a real scientist. He knows these things exactly. So I don't just play one on TV or well podcast. To be fair, <laughs> hey 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 hey, we're not on television. Not yet. Mm -hmm. um, we have a showdown with them. And, Matt, I'm... Okay. There's a song. Here's a song. All right, you kids, come down now. We promise we won't kill you. Speak for yourself. Bart, get down here. I'm going to spank you back to the Stone Age. You can't make us come down. You adults are always giving us orders. Oh, you kids are always disobeying them. Adults treat kids like children. Kids treat adults like cash machines. Adults! Kids! Adults! Kids! Adults! Kids, you've had your fun, now we've had our fill. Yeah, you're only here because Marge forgot her pill. Kids, you're all just scandalizing, vandalizing punks. Channel hopping, rhythm popping monkeys. 
please don't quit the fan club. Kids, I can nag and nag till my hair turns blue. Kids, you bum my folks and don't say thank you. Why can't you be like we are? Oh, what a bunch of brats. We ought to drown you just like cats. Adults, you run our lives like you're Colonel Clink. Adults, you strut around like your farts don't stink. Adults, you're such a drooling, soaring, boozing, boring bunch. Surly, meanie, three martini lunchers. I just ate a thumbjack. Adults, they're always telling us to Cuts and traps. Uh, we're fed up with all of you whippersnaps. Ah! We're trying to get some sleep here. It's almost 6.15. What's the matter with Don't you treat us like... Can't you just lay off? Let's take a ball of you. That song is kind of goofy. Do you not like the song? But it's so darn catchy. Yeah, I, I was. I do like the song, in spite of myself. Okay, I was curious because you just said in your on our notes the song. There wasn't any. That's it's a very kind of <laughs> no plain, commentary or anything. Very, just very, the song. Pl- very plain description about hey, there's a song. Uh, it is a parody of it by my birdie song called Kids. It's the actually the songs are very similar to each other. This is not like a lot of Simpsons music where they will tape it on its head. It's actually. The basically the same song, except the kids get to sing back at the adults a little bit. Um, I, I like the song. It is catchy. I mean, it is uh, Bye Bye Birdie is catchy. Uh, it, it is, you know, it is whimsical. It is zany. It is wacky. It is adventurous. It is that it, it, it fits the tone. It fits the tone of this episode. So I am totally cool with the song. I also completely forgot that song existed until I watched this episode again. <laughs> I did not remember it's not it whatsoever. one of the ones you think of. No, it is not. I had forgotten that there was a song in this episode. I did not remember that whatsoever. But now that I have listened to it again, I like it. It's it's fine. Um, kind of how I feel about that song is how I feel about this episode. Uh, and this is basically the end of the episode because with it, like, and then that's that they wrap it up in the next thirty seconds with the uh basically the elderly population outvoting everyone else uh, and resetting their curfew down to everyone under the age of 70. So how it should be. Everyone should just be in bed at eight o'clock at every night and the whole world will be a better place. I mean, they're that they, we do get a time in that song saying six fifteen. Well, that's when they were trying to sleep. I have known elderly people in my life who stay up till two in the morning. They're crazy folk. I would, if given my druthers, I'd probably stay up till two or three every night. Yeah, I know you would cause you're a crazy person. I like to sleep when it's dark outside. And, and be up with the sun, you know. That's like normal people. That's not. I'm not a farmer, Matt. Come on. <laughs> what am I, a farmer? <laughs> that's how the episode ends with uh, the the elderly outside in the, in the the fading sun in the in the dusk, uh, playing playing kick the can. There was actually some uh, forget which old guy it is, but some Hankus area doing his old guy voice over the credits, which is. Fun. It's an old Jewish man. Old Jewish man doing some uh, some kick the can improv over the credits. Not bad. I like it. Uh, but that's how it ends. Uh, it's fine. I think this episode's fine. Matt, thoughts? Are you waiting for me to chip in? Because <laughs> uh, yeah, this episode is good. It's like you said. It, it focuses heavily on the wackiness. Uh, it's not you know. There's no deep meaning. There's not a lot of love in this episode. It's just there's some wacky stuff that happens, and I feel like. 
as the season goes on, we it seems like the writers thought that that kind of stuff was missing in the later episodes, which, you know, I can't say that it wasn't because a lot of those season eight uh, episodes and a few of the season nine episodes kind of felt like they were experimenting with the genre rather than, you know, I'm sure doing this kind of thing, which I think some writers have thought is what the Simpsons do best. I don't necessarily agree, but, you know, it's just it's their prerogative. Uh, it is very clear that this is what mostly this season is is it is it is not and i don't I, I, it's not necessarily mean it's all bad because i don't think this episode's bad i think it it, it is it has uh, some good laughs in it and it it is fun but it doesn't have it, it doesn't really it isn't really about anything it is here is a a, a fun kids versus adults kind of thing i wish there was more of the kids versus adults thing and less of Homer being the season 10 Homer, but season yeah. 10 Homer showing up for the whole first act and driving drunk and whatever. Isn't that hilarious? Uh, I can't laugh at it anymore. Uh, we'll rank it in the show. We'll try and hash out our feelings about this and compare it to other episodes. We'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what was that noise, Matt? Nothing. Nothing? Okay. Uh, no submissions for this for my favorite episode. However, if you do have a favorite episode, simply uh, submit it to simpsonshowpod at gmail.com. Explaining why a certain episode is your favorite. When we get there, we'll read it on the air. I'll read it on the air. Matt will do anything. That's he'll, true. he'll sit there and listen quietly like a good boy. I'll comment. That's true. You will well, do that. I'll make snarky comments. Snarky, get com- snarky comments. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments News Group is where I come through the old alt.tv.simpsons news group, see what people were talking about a week or two after an episode debuted, see what they thought about it, etc. Anything else is interesting. Um, reviews for this are all over the place. All over the place. I can definitely see that. Why, I mean, uh, wildly <laughs> disparate. That's kind of funny because usually when we're mediocre on something, uh, I feel like they the other reviews in, in the news group are, are pretty you know, down the middle. It's only when we really like something or really hate something that the, the reviews tend to be scattered. So it's interesting. I have a, I have a very short quote about from each of these reviews. So uh, from like an A plus, the, the, their short quote, another season 10 classic. Yeah. That's a, might be a bit of a stretch there because we are, I think, halfway, basically halfway through this season. I don't. Well, uh, we. I maybe Bart the mother as a, like that's a stretch calling it yeah. a classic, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, then the other from the from the the low side from the negatives, I got. What the hell is this? <laughs> Which I don't. I don't think this deserves a what the hell is this? Maybe like there's a couple episodes so far this season that I would say definitely what the hell is this? But this episode I don't think it deserves a what the hell is this? I think it this episode is relatively internally consistent. Uh, like it or lump lump it, it is still it is that. Um, there's also that that dig in here on internet dwellers, people's opinion that poor internet people get their heart ripped out. Oh, uh, baby. Well, I I don't think it, this kind of comment I don't find particularly egregious. There is uh, 
several episodes where they, I think it gets, it goes well over the line. This is relatively innocuous. I believe they say, uh, we, yeah, we should get it to people whose opinions actually matter. But someone uh, is does defend the internet. I think I include this only because it is a kind of glimpse at people on the internet in 1999. Uh, a, a someone de- defending. Uh, the internet types. Windmill House suggests they post their parents' secrets on the internet. Bart says something along the lines that we should get it to people's opinions actually matter. I only, only interpret that joke as a dig at us since the joke makes a little sense. Otherwise, it's my impression that these days almost everybody in business, government, and academia uses the internet to some extent. Suggests that it's only nerds when no life out here is, is a notion as quaint as the manual typewriter. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> I was on the internet in 1999. I was a teenager. I was on the internet. Uh, yeah. That was that was the the heyday of AOL and AOL Instant Messenger. I mean, you had to be talking to your friends all the time. Yep, every day after school, you go on, you sit on your computer, and after you complain about everything to your friends all day at school, you go home and you do it more on the internet. Exactly, two different friends you don't have classes with. No, I was about the same, <laughs> the same oh. friends basically. Um, but it is even in like even nineteen ninety, I don't think that you can't. It's not 1993. I there uh, there was a big change in those intervening years. Like yeah, if you weren't using the internet in 1999, you were probably elderly. Well, I, yeah, my parents really didn't use it. I think, but they do use it now. Like it's it's now. Like if you made that joke, people would think you were an, you were elderly if you make a joke about the internet. People on the internet. I mean, uh, the internet's awful, but that's just because people are awful. Pretty easy. But that's about it. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite Flanders quote? Tons of great answers. Uh, appreciate everyone who took the time to participate. I love you. We love you with all our hearts. Right, Matt? Yes. Yes, well, we do. Matt doesn't have a heart, but his simulcrum, the 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 thing inside of him that pumps the, the blood. clockwork thing that kind of looks like it and works as if it was. Yeah, his 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 artificial organ does also have feelings for you. Uh, first from Peter, uh, you know most people don't know the difference between apple cider and apple juice, but I do. Now here's a little trick to help you remember: if it's clear and yellow, you've got juice there, fella. If it's tangy and brown, you're in cider town. Now there's two exceptions, and it gets kind of tricky here. And then in Canada, the whole thing's flip flop. <laughs> Homer leaves. Uh, from from Alistair, uh, 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 Reverend, uh, emergency. I, you, see the Simpsons kids eatily. Uh, baptism, oodily. Uh, doodly doodly. I flustered Ned is great. I love flustered Ned. Uh, from Chris. Uh, uh, now now calm down, Italy, 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 Italy. They did their best, shoddily, Italy, 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 Italy. Gotta be nice, hostility, Italy, Italy. Oh hell, Italy, ding dong, crap. Can't you morons do anything right? I tried to get the delivery right in that one. That's hard. It was good. I, I appreciate it's it. Good line read. Uh, uh, from Tom. I'll have a white wine spritzer. It- Sir, it's sir, it's sir. Uh, to celebrate that at my wedding, all the groomsmen ordered a white wine spritzer. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, Melanie, when he is at the same AA meeting as Homer and talks about the one time he got drunk off raspberry schnapps, I was more animal than man. <laughs> oh, schnapps. Uh, from Aaron, oh, and as for you, I don't know you, but I'm sure you're a jerk. Uh, yeah, I just got here. Uh, from from Eric, I can see your doodle, Homer. Uh, Kevin, oh, Ann Landers is a boring old bitty. Uh, Jean-Pierre, I've done everything the Bible says, even the stuff that contradicts the other stuff. 
Uh, Kyle, that sounds salty, but you seem sweet. I'm going to call you Kettle Corn. Aww. Uh, from Izzy, I'll get you your beer, but I'm so mad it'll be mostly head. That's back old. That's before they uh, they uh, religioused old Ned up too much. They religious him. They, he doesn't drink. Uh, from employee a million at O Benjamin, I hear Jerusalem bells a diddling. Uh, Will at Will's World Amen. I've done everything the Bible says, even the stuff that contradicts the other stuff. Popular answer. Nav at RoopDog21. Uh, you wear a bathing suit in the bathtub? Yeah, so I don't see my own shrieky dink. <laughs> Flanders' names for the penis is just, are, they're fantastic. Shrinky dink. Uh, doodle. Uh, Lauren at Elkland 88 I can't think about murder without saying I'm a mer diddly erdler. How often are you thinking about murder? That's, that's like we're going to turn into a true crime podcast. Uh, the attorney at the attorney general on at the attorney general, an incredibly underrated one. No, Homer, Marty got caught up to heaven. Oh man, when we get to that episode, oh boy, it's gonna be a rough one. The professor at yes, I would can't. Oh, that's it. You just can't insult this. How you call him a moron? He just sits there grinning morally. And then, of course, Ned. Hi, neighbor. <laughs> that's that's little. Tr- just pipe it in as Homer's insulting him to his face. Uh, lights out at Ian lights out. Move this thing. I can't. It's a geo. It's a geo. <laughs> uh, Skeletor's pimp cane at Commander Cody 83. If it's clear and yellow, you got juice there, fella. If it's tangy and brown, you're in Cidertown. This quote just solved an argument among my in laws last weekend. Wow. You guys impressive. are arguing about juice and cider, I see. Uh, and finally, from Elliot, feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at nothing all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Stupid, sexy Flanders. Very popular answer. We had a lot of repeats. Uh, appreciate everyone. Matt, what's your answer? I got to go with, I'll get you a beer, but I'm so mad it'll be mostly head. <laughs> that's just, that's the kind of petty Ned would be when he's mad. It's as bad as he can get. Petty Nettie? Good old Petty Nettie. Uh, I'm going to agree with, with Chris and his, the the Hurricane Nettie breakdown Hell, hell diddly, the particularly all hell diddly ding dong crap. That's like that, that little line there is it really that navigating the repressed Ned and the angry Ned is really fantastic. Uh, next week's question. What is your favorite in show Simpsons commercial slash infomercial? So a commercial or infomercial that has been in the show. What's your favorite one? Uh, What's that? The one with the 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 juicer? Oh, uh, the juice loosener. The juice loosener. Yeah, it's very. That's which pretty... just sounds nasty. <laughs> just because it has the word loosener in it. I will post this question on all our social media: Facebook.com/slash The Simpson Show Pod, Twitter at Simpson Show Pod. You can email us at Simpson Show Pod at gmail.com. Now we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean, S-M-A-R-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard, and try and stump the other. Matt, give me an easy question. Let's start us off. All right, sir. Today, your easy question is... Get to the right tab. Oh, no. Oh, no. It scrolled back when my computer died. Oh, God. Disaster. All right. What team did the Pin Pals play in the finals? In the finals? Yes. Arch rivals. I want to say the Holy Rollers. You are correct, sir. Let's say it got on their side. Uh, your your question, Matt. These are all from Homer Alone, from season three. Where does Marge go on vacation? Uh, Rancho Relaxo. That is correct. What's my medium question? All right, your medium question. Who does the voices voices of Itchy and Scratchy in the Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie show? 
Oh, uh, that lady? Yeah, exactly, that lady. But can you give me her name? Um, I don't think so. Let me guess. <laughs> uh, I want to, it's, it, I know it's based off a real person. I remember that. I want to say it's June, June something, June, June, June Wilson. That's not right. That's all I got. Uh, you, well, I, I'm sorry to say that is not correct. It is June Bellamy, but you were close. Bellamy. I was trying to think of the last yeah. name. Bellamy. I'm impressed, Robbie. I am impressed. So I get, I get a point for that. I got half of it right. No, nope. Sorry. What? What do you mean? <laughs> it's not the way this little contest works yet. What do you mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Yet. Well, I mean, if I get far enough ahead, I'll start giving out that's, pity points. But for I, now, what? I, I believe I've rejected most of your pity points. Thank you very much. Your medium question, sure. Matt. Bar and Lisa stay with Patty and Selma while Marge is on vacation. What do Patty and Selma have to drink at their apartment? Um. Okay. It is a uh, diet, Mister Pib, and soy milk. I'm sorry, Matthew. Oh, there are three things. It is Clamato, regular Mr. Pib, oh, and, and soy milk. Nerds. Well, no, I'm really glad I didn't give you that point. I'll give you a point. You got soy milk, right? If you give oh, me a really? point. Yeah, if you give me a point, I'll give you a point. All right, fine. We each get one point. <laughs> All right, what's my hard question? Your hard question. What phrase does Smithers yell that Burns hears and mistakes for a compliment from Homer in Mountain of Madness? Hmm. Hmm. I can, I, I, I can do this. I can do it. I can do this. Smithers is with Bart and Lisa. And they are leading him everywhere but where they need to go. Lisa finds a little shrew. That's her. Um, Smithers yells. I don't know. I'm blanking. I can't think of it. What is it? It is bony old behind. Ah, it's bony old behind. Behind. Bony old behind. behind. Bony old behind. Exactly. I've been watching my figure. Um, your hard question, Matthew. What are the three places Maggie goes while on the run from Homer? Okay. Um, I need names. Oh, I need man. the names. Yeah, of the places. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Oh god. Uh I wanna say she ends up at Lard Lad. She goes to some kind of British car wash or something. <laughs> and she goes to at somewhere where there's a a shrub that looks like Marge's hair. I like I have no clue. No, I like your some sort of British car wash. It's a guy with the hat that the Buckingham Palace guards wear. I, I thought it was a car wash. Okay, the, the, she goes to three places. Uh, first, I mean, clearly she goes to other places. These are the three places we see. So, and they all have hair. They, every single place has a, a something that's is re, that reminds her of Marge's hair. So we have the Lot Le Pampery Hair Salon, which has a person with a similar hairstyle to Marge getting uh, their hair done. Oh, that's right. I can't even put a bag over my head. And then we go to the British, some sort of British car wash, as Matt says, the Buckingham Palace Quick Lube. Yes, yes, yes. It's not a car wash. They, I guess they just do oil changes. Yeah. And then finally, it is not Lard Lad that she ends up at. She ends up at the ice cream store. She ends up at Thanaeus Q Butterfat Ice Cream Parlor. Oh, yes. Okay. Because the ice okay. cream, 
the ice cream looks like Marge's hair. Uh, I gotcha. And, and then and Wiggum rescues her from the roof and returns her to Homer. And he says, oh, you're charged with three counts of neglect, blah, blah, blah. And then Homer is so excited, Wiggum just says, oh, I just don't Never do mind. It. No, never mind. Just, yeah, be careful. Keep an eye on your baby. Probably a good idea. At least yeah. Barney didn't sleep on her. It's true. That would have been bad. That would have been bad. Uh, that will do it uh, for trivia for this week. Matt and I are tied again this week because uh, we are we are on the same wavelength. Finally, uh, he, has, he has a six point lead on me. I just need to be smarter, Matt. That's all it has to be. I just need to be smarter. Well, you know, I think we could all use a little bit of being smarter. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. To it be really smart. is. It's very difficult. Uh, we can move on to our final segment. The segment we end every single episode with is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever. It's part show. Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as so we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. So, Matt. Yes. Where does it go? Well, that's a dang good question. Because uh, as dang, we pointed out, this is dang good question. <laughs> dang good question, y'all. This is better than most of the episodes from season 10. Um, so, uh, uh, what is I, our highest ranked season I, 10 episode? Do you know? Um, I want to say it's Bart the Mother, I would think. It's definitely not that good. I believe, yeah, Bart the Mother is definitely, a, or Lisa gets an A, perhaps, one of the two right. of those. Lisa gets an A, is it an 80? Um, no, yeah, Bart the Mother is, Bart Bart mother. is 53. I, I, I was looking at uh, Mayor to the Mob is is uh, number 156. Hmm, that's true. I, I don't know. I think this might be a little better than that. Not I a think, lot better, maybe a little. I think it's better than Mayor to the Mob. I, I think it is, I think, honestly, despite maybe, I don't know if I didn't sound super excited about uh, this episode, but I, I think it is a better than Mirror to the Mob. I think it's better than, uh, I don't know, it. I look at, like, it's those, we have a bunch of, there's like those three, Homer Alone, Blood Feud, and Old Money are right all, right in next to each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it, like, that is a big hurdle. Like, Mayor to the Mob, Trouble with Trillions, Lady Bouvier's Lover, Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington, Brother, Can You Spare Two Dimes, Das Boos is all under that. They're all lumped in there together. And then we have yeah. the Lord of the Dance and the Cartridge Family auto show. And I think all those episodes, I feel like there's a clear – there's like a tier. That's a tier list there. And we and you jump from Homer Alone to Mayor to the Mob. There's, we're jumping between tiers. And I don't know if Wild Bart's Can't Be Broken can jump up, can get up that list. Yeah, I don't know. I think Homer Alone is very clearly a better episode because while this episode was funny, uh, it was it's better than a lot of the ones we've seen recently. I feel like it doesn't have enough funny to overcome its lack of any type of, you know, serious, you know, plot. Uh, the heart. It doesn't have any heart in this episode in the way that other it, episodes it, do, especially Homer Alone. It doesn't have anything special about it. You know, like right. If I look, like, I can look at a lot of episodes and I can say, oh, maybe it doesn't have heart. But it does have this thing that makes right. it special, that, that sets it apart from, you know, it just makes it another episode. Like, if you look at any episode in, like, the top hundred, do all of them have heart and character and something really meaningful in them? No, of course not. But a lot of them have something special, something that goes, oh, right, that's in it. Like, I completely forgot there's a song in this. Uh, the song's okay. I think we... I think we have to put it, I think, right above Marriage to the Mob, right below Homer Alone. I think that's as good a place as any. Like, that's not a bad spot yeah. either. Compare it for, like, I think for season 10, if it breaks the top 175, that's probably a decent showing. 
definitely. Yeah, but I think that is a, that is going to be a, a hard, a hard, a hard hurdle for a lot of episodes is that Homer alone blood feud old money where none of those episodes are particularly like, hilarious, but they have that early Simpsons like great formula down where they have like a kind of a quirky a quirky plot and then a lot of character like character based humor and. If you're going to jump up above those, you're going to have to have something, something that sets you apart, I think. And it's just... That's true. Yeah, because this episode, it doesn't have enough... It's not funny enough to bypass that. No, it doesn't have enough. I think, frankly, it's that first... It's that first uh, act that really brings it down for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think the second and third acts, if the first act was as good as them, I think this episode would go higher. It's just that it's that season 10 Homer rearing his head again. And, rearing his head. And, rearing his head. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, our next episode, Matt. So, okay. Wild Bart's Can't Be Broken is number 156 on our list. Right below Homer alone, right above Mayor to the Mob. Homer's Enemy is still number one. 201, our last place episode, is When You Dish Upon a Star. Our next episode, as I was saying, is Sunday Cruddy Sunday. Oh man, jeez! The Super Bowl okay. episode. Whew. All right, new uh, dish upon a star. There's okay. There's a lot of football uh, associated, and Rupert Murdoch is in this episode. Um, yeah, I do. Do I? It's a thing that is easily forgotten. This also has this has the B plot of the Vincent Price egg. Oh, no, the one good part of this episode. You mean? Okay, good. So that might I might say that like that could could bring us out out of the doldrums like that vincent price egg plot subplot is vincent price's egg magic <laughs> we're gonna you're gonna have to do that like 50 times the next week matt to oh definitely help keep definitely. help keep my spirits up after we talk about uh <laughs> 1999 football uh but that's next week uh that'll do it for us this week thank you guys for listening you can find all this stuff on our website. It's thesimpsonshow.com. Uh, links to everything there, to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed. Links to our Patreon. If you want to throw the show a couple dollars, we really appreciate it. Helps us, uh, helps keep us going. Helps pay for hosting and all that stuff. We appreciate it. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. Please check out my other podcast, Handsome Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books and the Zero Finesse. It's about lots of nerdy things that I like to talk about. Book reviews and spoiler casts and all kinds of stuff. Matt and I are going to be talking about Harry Potter soon. Again. Um, about Tom Riddle. Oh, Tom. It really bugs me the fact that no one ever calls him Tom in the books, but we'll get into that. Tune in for that. Uh, Matt does not participate in social media. There's a certain level of Patreon backer. You will not find him. That's true. I, I have decided to uh, decline permanently all social media. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching the subsets. Mark Zuckerberg's not human. <laughs>